Welcome to God is Open. I'm your host, Christopher Fisher. Today on God is Open, we're going to be doing something we've never done before. A brand new segment. It's called uh, Defending Calvinism. We're going to be defending Calvinists today, especially in relation to this meme that is uh, going around the internet, going around Facebook. You're seeing it pop up on all the little debate pages. Oh, Calvinists beat their wives because look at this new study. This new study says that Calvinists, they just see a woman and they just walk up to the woman and they just punch that woman in the face. And uh, th that's how it uh, comes out on Facebook, you know, and, and a lot of these studies, it's, it's so funny. So you'll, you'll go to Facebook and you'll see that those claims like that. Oh, Calvinism is domestic violence. Then they'll click into the link. It'll say, oh, Calvinists uh, associate with the uh, domestic violence myths. And you click into it and it'll go to a new web page and it'll get all watered down until you get to the original study. And the original study will be something completely different. And this happens all the time. People see something that reaffirms their priors. People will say, oh, I think uh, Calvinists are psychotic or uh, they, they don't have empathy or, or they're bad people. And they're bad people as if, as if anyone in uh, modern American society is like, yeah, punching women, that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, so people see those studies or those little tidbits. And since those studies and tidbits reaffirm their priors, they'll latch onto that and then present it as if, as if it's uh, corroborating evidence for the beliefs that they already want to hold. But uh, uh, studies studies are very, you got to be skeptical when you come across any study. My wife always hates sending me these studies. So she, she keeps sending me these things like, oh, this food causes this. And then you look into the data. And a lot of times it's like, well, it doesn't, it's usually it's not randomized trials. It's not like... Uh, introducing a new element to a control group and then an experiment group and seeing what kind of outcomes uh, come out of those two groups. Typically, these studies, uh, to save money, they're just uh, correlation studies where they, they take a sample of a group that already exists and they say, oh, this sample from this group, which has this characteristic, also shows this characteristic. Therefore, this causes this. Yeah, no, correlation doesn't equal causation. And we, we could, uh, a good illustration about this is homeschooling. Homeschooling. Homeschoolers beat the pants off of public schools and private schoolers in all standardized tests. Uh, very smart kids. They are smart people. Now, why is this? Why do why do homeschoolers? And I was homeschooled till fifth grade, so I'm like intermediate. So maybe it's like I was homeschooled till fifth grade, and then public schools till like twelfth uh, grade. I'm like a half and half, and that's why I score at the top of uh, standardized tests. Maybe that's it. Uh, what is it like a 32 ACT? It was the homeschooling that really really pushed me over the edge. <laughs> no, that's not how these things work. It actually turns out that uh, homeschoolers, uh, what what kind of parents homeschool their kids? Is it the parent who's just like, oh, I'm a low class and uh, I'm not very smart. I got this dead end job and, and uh, I'm going to homeschool my kid. No, it's usually like the wealthy suburbanite who's like, well, let's uh, homeschool our kids. I'm worried about the education system, and I want to uh, teach them a lot more stuff. I want to uh, spin them up. Uh, maybe it's a progressive uh, liberal leftist that says, oh, I want to give them a very classic uh, worldly education with a lot of travel and a lot of specialized, uh, let's go study the ecosystem, and stuff like that. that. Those are the people who want to homeschool their kids. They're self-selecting from the smarter uh, distribution of uh, intelligence in the United States. And intelligent people have intelligent kids. And that explains a lot of the effect. Smarter people homeschool their kids. It's not, it's not that homeschooling your kids is the smart decision. That's not what I'm saying. 
I'm saying the group self selects just like that meme where it's, uh, you know, not all white people die in hot air balloon accidents, but all people who die in hot air balloon accidents are white people. You know, you, you, you got a, a specific sample that you're sampling from. And so anything that you get out of this uh, subsample is going to match the sample that it's being pulled out of. More about education. If you want a really good book on education, Brian Kaplan, he has a lecture and now a new book on uh, the case against education, why why education is a waste of time and money. And basically he argues that a lot of it, what we see in public schools and and uh, what we see in college educations and master's degrees and doctorates is more about signaling. It's, it's a signal that uh, filters out uh, lower intellect individuals. And the more that you get uh, degree inflation, the more people get degrees, the more signals that you need to bring to the market. That's why all these jobs are requiring more and more degrees as more and more people get the degrees because the signals aren't working as strongly. It's not like like even in my my experience, you know, my, I got uh, two majors, one in political science and one in computer science. And uh, mo most of everything I learned, I learned on my own in private study, learning how to program, learning, uh, under understanding computers, uh, understanding politics. And one of my minors in, is in economics. Uh, well, Econ 101, that was, that was actually pretty valuable. But a lot of economics that I learned is self-study from reading economics uh, books, economic textbooks, economics uh, volumes. Uh, Thomas Sowell, he's, he's a good guy. Brian Kaplan, he's a good economist. A lot of, uh, you know, podcasts and stuff like that, learning how the world works. So education, uh, mainly signaling, mainly signaling. Uh, it's not that, like the education makes you more valuable or makes you more productive. It's, it's some fields, maybe. Technical fields, maybe, where you're learning how to do something, like a machinist shop, you know. Uh, where there's hands-on, but uh, you can't tell me that these social science degrees or anything like that, the, these the soft sciences, provide any extra value to those students. Oh, someone has a liberal arts degree that makes them more productive somehow? I don't think so. Actually, the degrees acting in the marketplace as a filter uh, to filter out, it's an imperfect filter, so it's not like uh, all, all people who are are uh, smart uh, have degrees and there can't be a degreeless not smart person no that, that's not how it works it, it, it's an imperfect filter it's an imperfect signal but it's the one that uh, americans have bought into it's the one we want to subsidize because we 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 believe in it but anyways that that that's a tangent tangential so studies uh, don't believe them uh, i see them come across facebook i always cast a skeptical eye even even if they affirm my priors. I don't believe them. So I have pulled up on my screen a tragic quote by uh, one of the leaders in the open theist movement. And I cut off his name. Uh, you know, I'm not going to post his name. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing when people that you like and respect post uh, things that you think are garbage that are is fake news. Fake news is a good term to describe a lot of what uh, I just don't like seeing. I don't like seeing coming from people. People posting these these unconfirmed things or things from fake news sites or or misrepresentations of studies, as we see here. And he says, "Oh, look at this." Clark Pinnock once said that Calvinism contained a pathology. He is referring to the tendency to harshly denounce other theological views and work to expel people from their organizations. That part's true. That part's true. This study does not confirm it. Now, a team of researchers in psychology investigated whether Calvinism fosters domestic violence. 
Oh, no. No, don't. No. That's not what this proves. That's not what this study says. They found that American Calvinists tend to be intolerant of other views and their religion is externally regulated, meaning it is rule-based and strictly adheres to an authority. Is, is this what the study showed? It's not what the study showed. I found the study. It's not what it showed. Don't do this. Don't post this stuff. All right. But uh, it, it's true that Calvinists have sometimes said things that uh, put them on hot water. Um, John Piper, would you have any thoughts on this issue? Well, that's one kind of situation. Just, just a word on the, on the other kind. If, if it's not requiring her to sin, but simply hurting her, then I think she endures verbal abuse for a season, and she endures perhaps being smacked one night, and then she seeks help from the church. I mean, every time I deal with somebody in this, I find the ultimate solution under God in the church. In other words, Fantastic. Uh, if someone's beating you, uh, that's illegal. Uh, you could call the cops. Uh, that's fine. But uh, one, one thing that's funny is uh, uh, men, men in America, I got the CDC report pulled up here. Men in America are abused more often by their partners than women. The CDC also says, it says, men were also more often the victims of psychological aggression. <laughs> uh, these violent uh, harpy women that try to destroy you psychological and control over sexual or re reproductive health. Hi, Wendy. My name is Kendra. How are you doing? Very well, Kendra. How can I help you? So I've been married for six years, and me and my husband just had our first baby girl about nine months ago. Congratulations. Aww. Thank you. So before we were married, he promised me we would have two kids, and now he doesn't want any more. My friends think I should trick him and stop taking my birth control. Oh. <laughs> what do you think, Wendy? I'm embarrassed to say this because I don't like spousal lying. However, men have never been in control of our bodies. We're the ones in control. I'm not going to suggest that you do that, but look into my eyes and tell, <laughs> and tell me what I'm saying. Okay. He promised. Wait, let, can I just take a quick poll? Clap if you think that she should trick him. Yeah. My people. Interesting. Those are facts about reality. And according to this study, holding these views, these factual views about reality that are actually true, uh, mean that you accept domestic violent myths. And holding the views that the CDC study uh, tells us, holding the numbers to be accurate, oh, you're accepting the myths of domestic violence. According to the study, so the study is off base and uh, very biased. Um, they, they've poisoned the well with uh, their terminology, with what they're uh, purporting to measure. And they are, they're, they're out of it. it, it my friend said, after, after I read him the study and I read him the methodology, he said, this study should be renamed to Calvinists aren't woke. And woke, if, if you're not familiar with that term, that refers to someone who, who buys into all these social justice causes that, uh, you know, uh, everyone's oppressed. There's racism everywhere. It, it, that, those are the woke people, you know. And I could have told you that Calvinists aren't woke. I mean, that's, that's not a secret. Um, no one doesn't think that. And so this, this study is like water is wet it's it's not it's not something that's a secret that calvinists tend to be conservatives 
that's what this study is is actually showing us so let's talk about the layers the layers real quick are uh you'll you'll see on facebook people saying oh calvinists beat their wives because this uh, study says so then then you'll go here and this actually talks about uh oh how calvinists here's their opening sentence uh, think about this opening sentence who is writing this article in june Attorney Jeff Sessions decided that domestic violence is an inadequate grounds for granting asylum. This this is what they're considering a data point for this domestic violence acceptance. If you don't believe that in some third world somewhere, that if some guy hits a woman, now that woman should not be granted citizenship of the United States, shipped to the United States, and naturalized as a natural U.S. citizen, apparently you are supporting domestic violence and accepting domestic violence myths. This guy's mentality, this this article writer, that's what he thinks. Rich Barlow, you're a nut job. You're a nut job, Rich Barlow. Ugh. Reading on, citing these news stories, psychologist Stephen Sedage asks, how can people take positions that seem to minimize the problem of domestic violence? If you don't believe that people in third world countries who get hit by the husband shouldn't be granted immediate citizenship of the United States. Oh, guess what? You are taking positions that minimize domestic violence. These people are lunatics. You're a lunatic, Stephen Savage. You're a lunatic. It goes on. The Albert and Jesse Danielson Professor of Psychology of Religion and Theology and Research Director at BU's Danielson Institute, Savage thinks he's found one answer outside of politics. Religion sometimes justifies or rationalizes violence against women. Oh, so here's his conclusion. Religion sometimes justifies or rationalizes violence against women. So it went from uh, Calvinists are abusers. Calvinists beat the women um, on Facebook. The people are claiming Calvinists beat the women to uh, now it's uh, Calvinists justify or rationalize violence against women. And and apparently to be included in this metric, all you have to do is believe that uh, citizenship uh, needs something a little bit more concrete than uh, a couple punches from your husband in a third world country. If you believe in borders, I'm not saying I believe in borders or anything like that. If you believe in borders, you hate women. It's, it's because you're sexist and you love domestic violence. If you want to build that wall, you like to beat the women. Sean Connery, do you have any good words on the subject to share with us? You did an interview in which you said, it's not the worst thing to slap a woman now and then. As I remember, you said you don't do it with a clenched fist. It's better to do it with an open hand. Mm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't I, love that. I haven't changed my opinion. You haven't? No. Not at all. You think it's good to slap a woman? No, I don't think it's good. You I don't think, think it's bad? It must, I don't think it's that bad. I think that it depends entirely on the circumstances and if it merits it. Yeah. Oh, look at that. A merit-based uh, hitting system. I mean, I, I could go along with that. In one of my classes, uh, it was a very diverse group of people, women, men from all over the country, uh, different races and uh, maybe even nationalities, maybe not, I don't know, uh, represented. But we were talking about beating women one day and my buddy sitting next to me, he's talking about how this this very large woman came and started accusing him of uh, something with her friend or something like that. And she just started pounding on him, just beating, beating, beating. And so he takes one punch, he steps back, one punch hits her in the face and knocks her straight out and down on the on the street, on the concrete. And all the women in the class are all shocked. Oh, you should have just 
let that woman just beat on you, just beat on you. That that's the mentality. And uh, you know, I'm I'm sure I'm sure this professor, this guy who's doing the study, and the, the writer of this article, both think that men should just take beatings, and that's pretty actually common common society societal construct. And here's here's one of these social experiments where women are just beating on men in public and they see if anyone reacts. And anytime that like a man beats on a woman in public, instant reaction from everyone around stopping that. But uh, the, the the reverse is not true. Look at me. Stop. Okay. All right. Don't look hit. at me. All right. What are you doing? Okay. My thought was he looks a bit soft. I feel bad thinking that because it's a kind of macho view, but I thought he looks a bit soft letting him hit her like that. I would, and I got the classic thing go through my head. I wouldn't let a girl hit me, and that's terrible because why do I think that? That's a kind of stereotypical view. Right, so people don't care when men get abused. There's a famous interview where this guy is talking to the host about his uh, sexual abuse by his girlfriend, how he's locking him up and he has to jump out a window, and the audience is laughing. And the host, he stops everything and he says, why, why are you guys laughing? It, you wouldn't be laughing if this was a lady giving this story. Uh, complete double standard. And as we talked about in the CDC study, more men are abused than women are by their partners. Uh, domestic violence is a thing against men more often than it is against women. But of course, holding that view, that statistically accurate view, means you accept domestic violence myths. And so you go from here and you click in and you eventually get to this study. And let's get to this study. Let's pull up the study. And the study, the study is a miserable study in itself because it doesn't explain the questions that were asked in the study. Ah, it's gross. Here's from the abstract of the study. As such, we examined select Christian beliefs about divine human relating hierarchical relational expectations, complementarian gender ideology, and existential defensiveness as predictors of domestic violence myth acceptance, using a sample of 238 students from a Protestant evangelical seminary. Great, so tell me what this uh, domestic violence myth acceptance is and what kind of questions that you use so we can evaluate whether this is just not hogwash garbage that you're feeding us, or if this is a legitimate study about accepting domestic violence, uh, showing that people are likely to say, yeah, yeah go ahead and beat women, uh, because uh, beating women, that's, that's okay to do. So we go through, the, to, through their actual study that, uh, well, no, they don't, they don't tell us any of the questions they asked. These students, to determine that these students uh, accepted domestic violence or minimized the impact of domestic violence. Fantastic. So let's uh, try to figure out what uh, domestic violence myth acceptance is from previous studies because the author of this study doesn't tell us. Fantastic. Uh, I'm sure you're an honest and trustworthy individual and not producing garbage studies. Oh, here's a new one from uh, 2003. Maybe these guys will tell us. These are the original people who put together this matrix of 18 specific questions uh, to tell everyone whether people in general accept domestic violence myths. Oh, here we go. All the way to Appendix I in the back of the study. We, we finally get to learn, uh, not on the front page, not on the, the people who are sharing this article. They don't tell us what this stuff is, what it's actually measuring. Um, not in the links 
that uh, this paper is linked to, not in the links to the links that this paper is mentioned in, not in the paper. The paper doesn't explain what these domestic violence myth acceptance scale actually is. Oh, but a new paper that we have to dig up out of somewhere else, that's where we're going to get this information. It tells you a lot about the intellectual honesty of these people. Uh, it's destitute, destitute. Domestic violence does not affect many people. Apparently, the correct answer to this is yes. So if you say no, it doesn't, uh, you don't have experience with uh, domestic violence uh, affecting very many people, oh, you're accepting domestic violence myths. When a man is violent is because he lost control of his temper. Apparently, uh, answering yes is the wrong answer. Um, men are just apparently naturally violent or something like that. Uh, that's what they're trying to measure here. This, this is how absurd this is. If you believe that men's violence arise from their temper, or if you believe that, uh, you know, the violence is an emotional reaction, or if you're justifying the violence based on a losing of self-control, uh, then you're buying into domestic violence myth acceptance. The correct, the correct mentality is men just like, like to beat women. Uh, it's talking about how a man is violent. Remember, men are the more, more often the recipient of domestic violence. This is, this is garbage. This is hot garbage about domestic violence. If a woman, look at these gender roles in all these questions. This, this is perpetuating. This gender myth acceptance scale is perpetuated on gender myths that women are primarily the victims of domestic violence when it's the opposite, the exact opposite. If a woman continues living with a man who beat her, then it's her own fault if she's beating again. So if you believe that uh, someone is like a victim of uh, a crime and they are going back to the criminal and the criminal's uh, re-abusing them, if you think that uh, that that individual bears any responsibility or should have should have taken a little bit of precautions, a little bit of precautions, then uh, if you believe that, then you are accepting domestic violence myths. No, the, this this woman who's being violated apparently is not a free rational agent. You need to consider her a doorknob that uh, just like a robot that that's forced and compelled to act and doesn't have any rational volition of her home. You can't you can't treat her like a rational individual or else you're accepting domestic violence myths. Notice how anti-woman that is. Notice how uh, sexist that is. That women don't have the volition to change their circumstances. If you accept that women are as rational as men, then you accept domestic violence myths. Making a man jealous is asking for it. Uh, that's that's a pretty vague question. You're making a man jealous, asking for what? Like, uh, is is that the end of the question? Asking for it? What what does it mean? Uh, a very vague question. Apparently, uh, making a man jealous is asking for it. Maybe they interpret it as asking for a beating. If you make a man jealous, he can beat you. Like zero people would answer yes to that question. So it's a vaguely worded question and probably probably designed to uh, trick people into answering yes. Asking for what? Asking for what? Domestic violence? Zero people are going to answer yes. Some women unconsciously want their partners to control them. There is a very famous comedy sketch routine by Louis C.K. where he's recounting his encounter with a woman. And uh, he, afterwards, he, he, didn't, he didn't have sleep with her or anything because she kept resisting. And afterwards, he says, what's up? I thought we were going to, you know, 
And she's like, yeah, I want you to rape me. That's what I wanted. And he's like, I'm not going to rape you on the off chance that you wanted me to rape you. That's a terrible idea. And so some women unconsciously want their partners to control them. That is, so the correct answer to this is apparently no. That uh, out of this the millions of people, what is it, like uh, 300 million people in the U.S., out of uh, 150 million women, not a single one, not a single one, not a handful of them unconsciously want their partners to control them, right? And then you're accepting domestic violence to miss if you think that. Six, a lot of domestic violence occurs because women keep on arguing about things with their partners. So if women can't be instigators. If you think women instigate, um, then you're accepting domestic violence and myths. If a woman doesn't like it, she can... Remember, women, women abuse men more than men abuse women. If a woman doesn't like it, she could leave. <laughs> accepting that women are rational, volitional creatures. Accepting uh, that uh, women are equal to men makes you a domestic violence myth acceptor. You need to view women as uh, as pawns in a game. Women don't have a volition of their own. You can't treat them like functional, rational individuals or else you're accepting domestic violence myths. Most domestic violence involves mutual violence between parties. Uh, most domestic violence involves women being able to beat on men without repercussion. And uh, I've listened to plenty of stories of the cops showing up and arresting men for domestic violence when they were the ones being abused. They're the ones bleeding, and the woman gets to stay home. The women gets the kids while the men go to jail. Very common. Abusive men lose control so much they don't know what they're doing. Uh, sure, I guess. I don't know. I hate to say it, but if a woman stays with the man who abused her, she basically deserves what she gets. If, if you don't feel sorry, if you don't feel sorry for people who go back to their abusers... Oh, then apparently you're accepting domestic violence myths. Women are not volitional creatures to this study's author. This study's author is very sexist. Uh, he, he has a very poor view of women. Women are not rational human beings. Women are just, uh, you, you have to shelter them and coddle them, and they can't think and act on their own. They don't have independent volition. This is sexism. Believing in equality means you're accepting domestic violence Domestic violence rarely happens in my neighborhood. If you don't think it happens uh, in your neighborhood very often, uh, you accept domestic violence myths. Women who flirt are asking for it. Asking for what? Women who flirt are asking to like, get punched. Flirt with who? With me? Like a woman flirts with me and I punch her in the face. No flirting with me. Maybe it's like uh, flirting with other guys. She's flirting with other guys, so her guy punches her. And she doesn't have volition to leave this abusive relationship. And, uh, you know, this, this is their picture of the world. This is their picture of the world. And if you don't accept their picture of the world, guess what? You like punching women. You are a serial abuser if you don't accept their narrative. Women can avoid physical abuse if they give in occasionally. Give it occasionally to what? I don't know. I don't know what's good. Give in to uh, like an argument, like, like men argue with women and just start punching them. Many women have an unconscious wish to be dominated by their partners. Didn't we already go over this? Some women unconsciously want their partners to control them. Many women have an unconscious wish. So you're measuring the same thing and basically the same question. Fantastic. I'm glad you have this garbage study. You garbage people and garbage study. Domestic violence results from a momentary loss of temper. I don't know. What are these women thinking when they're abusing their partners? I don't have much sympathy for a battered woman who keeps going back to the abuser. If you don't have sympathy 
with someone who keeps returning to the guy who's just beating her up, um, then uh, you're accepting domestic violence myths. You, you not only have to accept their narrative of the world, you also have to have sympathy and empathize and, and care about these people going back to just like, like yeah, you, you keep getting walking into the same wall over and over again, and uh, I'm sitting here watching it. Now I have to have sympathy for you. It's like, oh, you keep you keep hurting yourself over and oh, there you do it. You did it again. Oh, yeah, I gotta have empathy with you, or else I'm accepting the wall myths, the myths about the wall, because you know you keep walking into the wall and hurting yourself. And if I don't have sympathy with you, I'm accepting wall myths. Women instigate most family violence. Accepting CDC facts, accepting facts of reality, means you accept domestic violent myths. These people are unhinged. We're dealing with unhinged people. If a woman goes back to her abuser, how much is that due to something in her character? <laughs> I don't know. What does this question mean? What does this question mean? So there you have it. If you don't answer these questions in the woke social social justice warrior way, if you care about facts and statistics, if you think women are rational creatures capable of acting on their own behalf, if you if you don't want to marginalize women as irrational crazy people, oh, then you accept domestic violence myths. Fantastic. I'm glad I'm glad we've determined that Calvinists are rational people when it comes to uh, social justice warrior talking points. Fantastic. So here's a problem with these studies. Uh, they're garbage studies to begin with. They're they're put out by ideologues who want to prove uh, their little ideology rather than actually do real science, real statistics, understand real natural phenomena, and it's to uh, further their social justice talking points. We we just saw we just saw in the world of social sciences how all sorts of garbage papers can get published that are just made up on the, the spot. One of them was about like dog rape and parks and stuff like that. And uh, the idea of this prank was to put out all these garbage papers about social justice issues and see how many of them can be published. And they got a lot in peer-reviewed, peer-reviewed journals, a lot of garbage science, just talking nonsense, these talking points. So yeah, I'll, Social science, a lot of a lot of the studies coming out of social science are just absolute junk. And go back to the original studies. And don't be sharing things on Facebook if you don't know what the actual study is saying. Uh, a lot of this is just garbage. And Calvinists, Calvinists, I'm sorry you're being slandered. I'm sorry you're being slandered.